Welcome to another episode of I Am Nano. Putting the I in I Am Nano, I'm your host, Stefani. And I'm your other host, Monica. Today, we will be talking about using DNA and RNA for sensors. Now, we know that DNA and RNA are crucial building blocks of every living being, but scientists have recognized that they are also essentially templates that can be modified for various purposes. Exactly. Now, we mentioned in a previous episode that DNA mesh scaffolds can potentially be used to make the Iron Man suit. Um, We talked about this, I think, in episode 14. Now, there are four bases for both DNA and RNA. Let's call them Lego pieces that can be combined in different ways, just like how you would make a Lego structure. Imagine making a Lego structure from a Star Wars set or a Jurassic Park set or, you know, something out of the Lego movies. Mm -hmm. And you can imagine how many different possible structures you can make. I mean, you can stick to the plan, but sometimes it's fun to mix it up a little bit. Right. And then certain structures or combinations may be able to bind to certain molecules, proteins, or other targets that you're interested in. In other words, it can act similarly to antibodies. Wait, antibodies are part of your immune immune system, right? Mm -hmm. They're supposed to help your body fight off infections and such. But why would I want these DNA, RNA pieces to act like antibodies? See, these antibodies allow scientists to develop specific sensors because they recognize a unique target. So, for example, if you want to make a sensor for, say, detection of cancer biomarkers, you must use antibodies specific to that biomarker. But what if there are no antibodies for the target that you are interested in? Hmm. Can you use Aptimers? Exactly. So these aptimers are actually cheaper to make and more stable than antibodies. And the technique to make aptimers was developed way back in 1990. And now there are many sensors developed for the detection of various molecules, now ions, peptides, and more. Mm-hmm. This technique is called CELEX, with an X at the end of it, very fancy. Mm-hmm. It stands for Systemic Evolution of Ligands by Exponential Enrichment. Very cool. And it's made from large libraries of oligonucleotides. Remember those Lego pieces? Imagine you have a bunch of them and then you're building a sequence or pattern that can recognize a target you want. Then we remove or wash the ones that are not interacting with the target and amplify the pattern that works. Repeating the process multiple times around six to 12 consecutive rounds until the final optimer is produced. That sounds pretty intensive, but it's definitely easier than genetically designing antibodies. Oh, yes, I agree. Definitely easier. Mm -hmm. There's usually 25 to 90 pieces in length, and they bind to their target through complementary shape interactions and 3D folding, where intermolecular interactions such as aromatic ring stacking van der Waals interactions, and hydrogen bonding can occur. Right. These are weak interactions that allow them to detach from their target molecule if we want to reuse them. Mm-hmm. So a recent paper published by Zern Wang and colleagues from the Harbin Institute of Technology published in Nanomaterials Journal developed an aptimer-based 
FET, fed biosensor, for the detection of cytokines in human biofluids. Now, these cytokines are molecules that are related to inflammation. Ooh, I've heard that there is something called cytokine storm when patients have COVID-19. Exactly. So they can be used to determine a person's health status, not just for COVID, for, but for a lot of things. And the sensor here utilizes graphene, which we've talked about quite a bit before, to allow the fabrication of highly sensitive, transparent, and flexible sensor. Now, the aptamer detects cytokines, TNF-alpha, and IFN-gamma, And so when they're exposed to increasing concentrations of these cytokines, the sensor strain source current changes. Interesting. And this happens because when the aptamer binds to the cytokines, the folding of the aptamer brings the negatively charged cytokine closer to the graphene surface, redistributing the electrons in the graphene. This is known as N-doping or negative type doping. And it occurs when there are extra electrons, because electrons have negative charges, that are available to conduct the current. Exactly. And it works well, even when placed on a stretch on a curved surface. Oh, that's fascinating, because that means it has the potential to be used on a person's skin, or as contact lenses, or Mm -hmm. any other curved surface. Mm-hmm, exactly. And this is just one of the many aptamer sensors. So aptamers are very, very versatile. Mm-hmm. It opens so many possibilities for healthcare. Yes, it's very exciting. And this is all possible thanks to the scientific progress that allows us to play with these building blocks that, you know, initially were not used for this purpose. I agree. Very, very cool stuff. Yeah. All right, everyone. That is all the nano for today. Take care. And stay curious.